0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode, what is it? 329? 329 of the podcast. It's our final episode of 2020. And I think we can all agree that when we started out 2020, we had absolutely no idea what the year would bring. I remember sitting with my extended family, my in-laws, for Christmas dinner. And that is when the cruise ship in... China was docked off the shore and they weren't letting the people off the boat. Remember that? When they first had the outbreak of COVID. And we were all talking about like, oh my gosh, can you believe that? Like, that's so crazy, da-da-da-da. But we never even ventured like, is it gonna come over here? Well, a few short months later, obviously the whole world has changed. And in this holiday season, You know, even just starting in August, I just kept thinking like, we just need some holiday magic (laughs) to put a little pep in our step because as things have gotten canceled and our calendars are more cleared up for most of us and we can't do a lot of the typical things we normally do in our lives, let alone around the holidays, there's just something about the magic of the holidays that even if it's going to look different this year, There's just something about the twinkle of the lights, the hope of the season, obviously the blessing of the birth of the Savior that just brings a peace to at least my soul, and I hope it does for you as well. So today I wanted to just kind of reflect upon this year and tell you three ways that my thinking has changed this year, um, going from maybe a previously negative thought to a positive, hopeful spin that has offered me a lot of sustenance during this unprecedented year. And I wanted to sprinkle in some Christmas magic with some musical numbers because if you don't know, I love to sing. Singing is one of my favorite things. It brings me so much peace and holiday music is literally some of my favorites and I wanted to share that with you today. So these are a few songs that um, have been on the podcast at different times before, but I know there's a lot of new people around here and I just figured why not, right? So I'll sprinkle in those three change in thinkings as well as those songs as well. Before we do that, I wanted to thank a show sponsor that makes this show possible, and it's a cause that's near and dear to my heart. I talked to them on the, about them before on the Giving Tuesday episode as well, and that is World Vision. In the world's most fragile of places, the devastating aftershocks of COVID-19 crisis are pushing families deeper and deeper into poverty. And if you have felt that in our very privileged US environment, imagine being in a third world country and not having the resources to begin with. COVID can really devastate your whole life. And it puts kids at greater risk of hunger, malnutrition, violence, and neglect. It's heartbreaking to hear of some of these stories, and the reality is what World Vision is doing is helping us to get involved to sponsor kids, and there's thousands of children that are waiting to be sponsored, but what you don't know is everything's about to change because for the first time, World Vision is inviting you to empower a child through sponsorship. Yet, this is where it's different. The child is going to choose you. Uh No NGO has ever done this before. It doesn't matter who you are or where in the world you live. Every single one of us wants to be seen, loved, to be chosen. And so by putting the power back in these kids' hands, it's a way for them to feel empowered, to choose their sponsor, and to develop that really special relationship that has always existed with World Vision. So you've heard us talk about World Vision before, and we're partnering with them again this holiday season to bring joy to those in need this Christmas more than ever. Choose joy. Choose joy. Celebrate Jesus's birth with the gift that spreads joy across the world and in your own family. Give in honor of a loved one. That would be a great gift to give your kids, to have them have the opportunity to develop that special relationship as well. So if this sounds like a gift that you want to give this holiday season, you can go to worldvision.org slash EEP gift. And they would so appreciate your support this holiday season. It really is the gift that keeps on giving. And I'm grateful for the good work that World Vision does. Alrighty, so one of the biggest mental shifts I have had this year personally is regarding my kids. When school shut down on March 13th and I thought my kids were going to be out of school for three weeks, I initially went to a dark place. (laughs) I thought gosh, like three weeks. Like it's almost like having summer break early and I wasn't prepared for this and I have stuff on my calendar and my to-dos and me, 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 me. And they're never going to leave me. It's going to be so loud and so messy. And I couldn't even imagine three weeks. Well, here we are nine months later, And my kids have been home this whole time. We're in Southern California. My kids have not gone back to school at all. Um, There's a chance that my younger two will go back in January, but I'm not really holding my breath at this point. But I am so, so grateful that I've had this mental shift of appreciation for so many things in regards to having them around more. I used to feel really overwhelmed with long summers and endless days and feeling like it was always a relief when they went back to school. And now, really, it's a relief when they have a day off from school. Because that means I get to take a little break too because virtual school has been so demanding. But I really am grateful for how much more involved I am in their education, knowing what they're learning, how they're learning it being so much more appreciative for the teachers that are endlessly giving and trying their best to communicate and engage and build connections with these kids virtually. It is unbelievable. And it's really just something that I've taken for granted with the public school system and just realizing that parents play such an important role in their kids' schooling. And you guys, I'm a former teacher. I, I know this theoretically, but... I've kind of taken a passive approach with their education and a lax view on their homework and things like that. But now, being involved in what they're learning and bringing it in, you know, to our everyday conversations and everything and it's just been so fun to be more involved in that. And it's really helped me to help them identify the skill sets that they are building through this virtual learning experience, including organization, independence, perseverance, Um, questioning, all of those types of things and all of those skills wouldn't have had the same opportunity to come out in a typical school environment. And so this year I'm just so proud of my kids and I want to share with you one of my favorite Christmas songs called Who Would Imagine a King? And it really, it talks about the Savior and about Mary and how she views her son Jesus Christ. But It really speaks to all mothers everywhere, doesn't it? About what we believe our kids are capable of. And this year I have learned more than anything. My kids are capable of getting through anything and really thriving in any environment. This is Who Would Imagine a King? Another lesson I've learned this year is how the things that we once thought were so important and that we put so much focus into really maybe are not quite as important or as vital to our own thriving as we once thought. I love this visual that I heard somebody say that it's like, it's like we've been living in this lake and then the lake gets drained and there's stuff left behind and it's stuff that's always been there. But we didn't know it was there. It's just now exposed, and we need to deal with it. So there might be sunken treasure. There might be really good things that get revealed that have always been there, but then have kind of been been buried or sunken to the bottom. And then there's also some, some muckety-muck down at the bottom that is really important to confront and deal with. And when the world shut down and everyone's home together... I realized some things that were so beautiful and wonderful and including like the relationships of my kids. I just realized how strong their bond really is and how push comes to shove. if All they have is that they can rely on upon each other. That's enough for them because of their friendship and it's only gotten stronger this year. At the same time, I've also realized there's some systems that don't work in our family, whether it's food. You guys, my kids have gone through so much food, (laughs) being home all the time, and we've had to just designate like kitchens open, kitchens closed, or meal planning better, um, because sometimes you can go to the grocery store and sometimes you can't, and utilizing leftovers more. I mean, just these seem like such silly, simple things, but when everybody's home and when you you have a lot more free time, and yet it feels just like you don't know what to do with yourself. You know what I mean? (laughs) You realize what really matters, what doesn't, and where you need to work on things. I've seen this also working with Amazon businesses, these businesses that have struggled during COVID, and it's like their weak spots were exposed. That being said, if they were willing to readjust and pivot and make some very needed changes, their business ended up being stronger than ever in the end. And I believe the same thing about our families. Our families will end up being stronger in the end if we address some of these systemic issues and the mismanagement of prioritizing our values, right? And so that has been a really special, special part of this year. And as hard as it has been adjusting to having a lot taken from us and a lot exposed, it's also been a huge year of growth for myself personally, for my family, for my kids, for my husband, and it's been really powerful in that way. So speaking of adjustments, I did want to thank our final show sponsor, and that's Homeschool Magnet. It's perfect for parents that are looking for an alternative educational solution, but they're really vacillating on how involved they're able or wanting to be with their kids schooling, and it can just be a stressful, stressful choice. And so in homeschool magnet situation, parents are able to choose the best teachers for their student based on their values and teaching approach to ensure every child is receiving the exact education they desire. And the cool thing is, it puts the parent in full control of their child's education without all the daily responsibilities of lesson planning, pre-learning, teaching, tutoring, and grading, which can be so time-consuming every student has daily access to their teachers who know their learning needs. It can help with instruction and tutoring and it's a fraction of the cost of private schools and Homeschool Magnet offers 30-day money-back guarantee upon enrollment. So if whatever your child is doing for their schooling isn't working for whatever reason right now, I would love for you to just explore Homeschool Magnet as an option learn more about Homeschool Magnet student experience, go to homeschoolmagnet.com and join the growing waitlist. So in honor of this year of undoing a lot of things and hopefully finally settling in a place of peace, I wanted to share with you Silent Night, which I put together last year in kind of a cool way. I joined with some of my friends. Rachel Nielsen, Monica Packer, Georgia Anderson, Winnie Archibald, and we put together this virtual choir of Silent Night. final thing that kind of goes along with the last thing that I just mentioned about what's fallen away is that I've realized what we can never have taken from us. And that is our faith. And I think that is the perfect way to end the last episode of 2020 of the Extraordinary Moms podcast. I just want to share my gratitude and my testimony of the Savior. This whole year, one feeling I have never, ever, ever felt was Fear. I had an abiding sense of peace since the very beginning of all of this, despite any of my personal like anxiety revolving around like the logistics of things and the stress of having kids home and just the sadness of change and things like that. I felt all those feelings, but I never worried about knowing I was going to be taken care of and my family would be taken care of and the whole world really would see this through because of God's hand and God's promise to deliver us from even the hardest things. And knowing that no matter what happened, even if things got super hard, that everything really would work together for good. Or at the very least, in a way that, you know, in human terms, because sometimes it doesn't feel good at all. But in human terms, in a way that would allow my life, my family's life, my friends' lives to unfold exactly as God had ordained them to. And no worldwide pandemic could throw off God's plan for any of our lives. And we had no reason to fear. Churches were shut down. We started doing church at home, which ended up being a very special experience, really positive. And, you know, It just showed me where God lives (laughs) and it's within each and every one of us and it really helped me to focus in on my relationship with the Savior, the abiding knowing that I have that I will be taken care of, that my family will be taken care of and that His atonement covers sin as well as sickness, as well as hurt, as well as uncertainty. All the feelings that we're feeling. And while this range of emotions have definitely been challenging, knowing that I could rely on my faith has been huge. And helping my kids to see and feel that same peace and that same knowing throughout this year has kept them in a place where they did not feel fearful of the virus itself or of any of you know, the catastrophic things that the virus has caused in our world, but they felt a knowing that they would be taken care of one way or another. And I'm so, so grateful for my Savior. And especially at this time of year where many of us, including myself and my family, we take extra time to appreciate God's love, God's gift of the birth of the Savior. I just reflect upon the wise men and them finally seeing that star. They must have rejoiced so much at the birth of the Savior. But then I think of just days, weeks, years earlier when a birth of a Savior was prophesied. But they didn't know when. And they were waiting. They were waiting. And they didn't know when it would come. When that resolution would finally make itself apparent. And they had that hope that it would come. And if you're in a season of waiting right now, I want you to put yourself in the place of the wise men and in the place of many, many people in the scriptures that were promised something eventually. And they didn't necessarily know what it would look like. I think probably the birth of the Savior and the setting and maybe who he was born to and how that all unfolded probably looked a lot different than they probably had imagined in the years prior. But that didn't make it any less spectacular, any less amazing, any less of a gift. And so I hope in this coming 2021 that we can all be in a place of joyful anticipation for what's next in all of our lives. And at the very least, no matter what has been taken from you this year, nobody can ever take your faith. No one can ever take your peace. No one can ever take your hope. Never, ever, ever. And I want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. I love you with all my heart. I'm so excited to come back in 2021 with new episodes, with new Extraordinary Moms. I want to end with one of my favorite Christmas songs. I think I say that about all of them, but that's okay. (laughs) But this song is from the perspective of Mother Mary. So for all the mothers out there, this is Breath of Heaven. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you next time with another Extraordinary Mom. Merry Christmas.
1: Traveled many moonless nights, cold and weary, with a by the lord i of him.